Hello and welcome to the Green Hornet from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Green Hornet. He hunts the biggest of all game, public enemies who try to destroy our America. Cato, Britt Reed, daring young publisher, matches wits with the underworld, risking his life that criminals and racketeers within the law may feel its weight by the sting of the Green Hornet. Ride with Britt Reed as he races toward another thrilling adventure in the story, Reservoir for Murder, The Green Hornet Strikes Again. Hold it! Here comes the big one! 150 tons of concrete! 
darkness had fallen over the wreckage of the reservoir wall. Powerful lamps poured cones of light down as men worked to clear away the debris. And slipping quietly and unnoticed among the working men was Ed Lowry. He stayed out of the lighted areas as much as possible. But his sharp eyes saw everything there was to see. Uh, maybe I can dig up an angle on this. Concrete walls just don't fall down and go boom without a reason. Maybe concrete's solid enough. Certainly feels that way on my feet. Hey, what's this? Yeah. One of the sealed supports that was buried in it. Feels funny. It's got a sharp edge. Lowry, my friend, maybe you're on to something here. Now, where did I put those matches? Ah. Yeah, let's have a look at the edge of this girder. Come on, right. Come. Well, flat me on the front page. No wonder that concrete wall caved in. Holy mackerel, this girder is... Hey, let go of me. What are you doing? What are you doing? It's just... Try to fight somebody bigger than you someday? Or was it a whole gang? Now, Casey, it was one guy with a 10 ton blackjack in his face. Well, Lowry, so that's why you didn't come back to the office last night or phone in. Fighting, huh? Holy mackerel, what kind of a reception is this? So help me, boss, I got this while I was on the job. You did? Sure, I was checking over that reservoir after dark. And just when I find something good, blam, some monkey jumps me and sends me to dreamland. Didn't wake up till this morning. Yeah, you found something good. What do you mean? What I said, boss. I found enough to prove that crash was no accident. Good crash. No accident? No, sir. Not when the steel supports that are supposed to be embedded in that concrete are sort of halfway through. What? Yeah. Gosh, Mr. Reed, and the whole state is blaming Jeff Thorndike, saying that he's responsible. Oh, that concrete was deliberately weak. It was, boss. Lowry, you're going back there. Miss Case, get a photographer to go back with Lowry and take pictures of that damage. Call the police. Whoa, man. whoa, boss. Mm-mm. What? No dice. You'd be wasting your time. Don't be silly, Lowry. Why would it make a front-page story that would scoop the town? Hold it, case. Just a moment. Go on, Lowry. We'd be wasting our time. Why? Because those steel girders aren't there anymore. Go on. When I woke up, I started to look again. Boy, somebody cleared those girders out of there like Lewis took Bear. What good is a story without proof? Not from the sentinels. There's no proof. 
You reported me that story up, and you believe me? I believe him, yes. But he didn't make it up. I know my reporters. And get this, Shevlin. The public has faith in the Sentinel, too. There's no time for... Which is just what I said. You're yapping about the interest of the public. Well, get this, Shevlin. The Sentinel has a circulation that's almost as big as all the others combined. And this morning, after our story, our switchboard was flooded with phone calls. Phone calls about what? About the cave-in at the new reservoir. Shevlin, if you're interested in public opinion, you might be interested to know that the public does believe that story in the Sentinel. At least enough so that they don't blame Thorndike. Well, is, uh, is that true? If you want a record of their names and addresses... No, no, I don't doubt you. Thorndike, <coughs> uh, this, uh, this puts a different complexion on things. Shevlin is always sensitive to public opinion. Aren't you, Shevlin? Yes, Senator, do you mean my resignation? Yes, I'm, uh, I'm not accepting it, Thorndike. There, in the wastebasket. I don't know what to say. Never mind. Just go ahead and make sure the job is finished. And finished right. It'll be done right. I'm still puzzled about Get what I... Jeff, let's go. Can't you see the senator wants to be alone to eat his own words? Goodbye, Shovelin. Next time, don't be too anxious to throw out a good work. Goodbye, Senator. It'll be done right. I'll make sure it's done right. Goodbye. Go ahead. Go ahead and finish that job. When it's done, I'll make absolutely sure Thorndike loses his job. I'll make it positive. Like man who doing wrong. 
A man named Bender. Bender, eh? Name is familiar? Yeah, well, he's the man who told Larry to stay away when that section of wall fell. I wonder. Yes? I wonder if he's the one who could have knocked Larry out that same night. Oh, he's possible, yes. You keep watching, Cato. Pretty soon that job will be completed. We don't want anything to happen. Yeah, it'll be a lot wetter, too. 
<laughs> a lot wetter. Just a minute, Bender. Hey, what's the idea of bumping into a guy this way? Stark enough to black out it? This is a gun in your ribs. Hey, what is this, a stick-up? Who are you? That man with the green hornet. Come with me, Bender. What do you want? Come with me. You're going to answer some questions. Upstate than it is here in the city, Senator. Yes, Miss Dorothy. I, uh, I won't need you anymore tonight. Yes, sir. What's the matter with Bender? He's supposed to call me on my private phone. The water should be pouring into the reservoir. I want to know. I tried to get him myself. He isn't home. Private phone, that's it. Hello. Is this you, Bender? Hello, Who is this? Bender, what? This, uh, <clears throat> this number is private. You're making a mistake. Bender's right here. It's no mistake. I know all about it, Shevlin. About what? The Maple Valley Reservoir. I want $10,000. Who are you? This is the Green Hornet. The Green Hornet? I... 10000 your scheme blows up right in your face. You can't bluff me. Not a bluff. Remember, I've got Bender here. It wouldn't be hard to get him to talk. Now make up your mind, Shevlin. Ten grand or right. have it. All right, at least I'm willing to talk to you about it. That's more like it. Play nice and your apple cart may not be tipped over, huh? I'll meet you in the valley about a mile below the reservoir where Route 22 and Highway 16 split. I, uh, I know where. Tomorrow night at 11. Be there, Shevlin. Don't forget. <laughs> Phone call, yes? All set. Tomorrow night at 11. Where is Bender? You give him gas from gun, Mr. Britt. He in his car, unconscious. What do we do between now and tomorrow night, please? Can you take care of Bender? Oh, I keep him unconscious till then, yes. Good. I'll take the black beauty and head back to town. I want to be at the Sentinel tomorrow. I'll meet you at 11 in the evening. Oh, where, where is meeting? The junction of Route 22 and State Highway 16 in the valley here, Cato. And take care of Bender. Casey? 5.30. Will you come along, Mr. Thorndike, to Mr. Reed's office? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice guy, Thorndike. I like him. I wonder if he'll get trouble, Mr. Well, I hope so. Somebody ought to. Yeah. Still raining. All day and since yesterday. This rain has me a little worried, Reed. The Maple Valley Reservoir oh, is foolish, Thorndike. You have men up there, haven't you? Well, yes, but it's something unforeseen. Oh, forget I... it. Say, Lowry. What is, boss? I've got to head for home. I uh, have an appointment tonight. Oh, will you and Miss Case keep Mr. Thorndike from getting the jitters? <laughs> now that his work's done, he has plenty of time for worrying, so keep him <laughs> occupied. Now, you might show him around the Sentinel. Perhaps he's never seen a great newspaper at work. Well, Mr. Thorndike, you've seen everything from Listen the Listen to that thunder. Still raining. <laughs> Give up, Casey. The guy's hopeless. 
Here it is, 10.30 at night. Outside of eating dinner, we've been giving him a conductor tour of the Sentinel, and all he thinks about is the weather. I tell you, Casey, that... Re- oh, Mr. Thorndike, I've been calling you from Senator Chevron's office all evening. I couldn't get you, so I finally came over. Miss Darcy, what's the matter? Oh, I don't know exactly. A phone call came for the senator. It wasn't on his private line, so I took it. Mr. Thorndike, it, it was a man reminding the senator to be at the junction of Route 22 and Highway 16 at 11 tonight. The junction... In the valley? Yes, and to make $10,000. But the senator was gone already. I couldn't tell him. Oh, sister, calm down. You're all excited. Why oh, shouldn't I be? The, the man who called was a brain horse. The horse. Holy mackerel, this is a case for the police. The police? Sure, hold on the floor, Casey. And tell Gunnigan to get set for a page one scoop. 11 o'clock, huh? We may not make it by 11, but we'll be there soon after. Come on, Thorndike. <laughs> I saw them steal support. You what? Yeah, yeah. I saw it all of them. 
Then I told you to come in and so you wouldn't be seen. That damn won't hold, I tell you. You'll get jail for this, mister, and Chevron's Who cares about jail? Well, I'll drown, I tell you. Now, let me out. Good Lord, Lowry, he knows what he's talking about. We've got to get to the dam. We've got to open the emergency sluices and drain the water off. If we're too late, the whole wall will go. The valley will be flooded. People will die in their sleep. Women and children in the town. We've got to get there at once. trying to get loose for ten minutes. Can you imagine some guy comes busting here wearing a mask? I tried to stop him, but he opened all the emergency What did, did you say he opened the sluices? Yeah. The water's dropped two feet already. Davis, that man saved the valley. The concrete wall would have caved any minute. Huh? You mean he... But he was wearing a mask. And that note, he left that note on the table. All it says is... Yeah, I've got it. Thorndike, it says, I may be a crook, but I don't go in for mass murder. It isn't signed, but it doesn't have to be. Lowry, listen. It was the Green Hornet. George W. Trendle are a copyrighted feature of The Green Hornet, Incorporated. All characters, names, places, and incidents used are fictitious.